Hey everybody, this is Chuck Marone with Strong Towns. Welcome back to the Strong Towns podcast. And welcome to our member drive. I'm going to ask you uh, during this member drive uh, to go to strongtowns.org, click on join the movement, and, and sign up to become a member. Uh, I'm going to put out a podcast every day this week, and I'm going to just gentle reminders along the way that we need you, we need your support, we need you to go and, and sign up. I was on my way back from CNU on Saturday and uh, the Congress for the New Urbanism in Savannah, Georgia. And let me tell you, I've got uh, like a dozen podcasts we're going to be releasing here in the near future. Uh, going to get those edited up and, and some of the sound adjusted and get them in, in quality format for you. Uh, but going to be releasing them. They are excellent. <laughs> they re- really turned out well. CNU uh, did a great job giving us kind of some premium space, helping us line up some premium guests, and we had some really great conversations. I'm looking forward to releasing those to you soon. But I'm on the plane heading home from CNU, and I started to finally shift to thinking a little bit about this member drive. Um, These member drives, this is the amazing thing about Strong Towns now today. Um, everything we used to do depended on me, (laughs) you know, intellectually, if I didn't do it, it didn't get done. And we may have some volunteers, we may have some people helping out, but if I wasn't kind of the moving force behind it, uh, things didn't happen. That is very different today. That's very different. I've been on the road every single week, except one since mid February. So I had a week in March where I, I wasn't traveling. But otherwise, I have been gone from home at least one night and sometimes up to five nights in a week uh, ever since uh, mid-February. And the thing about being on the road, and this is not a complaint, I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not griping, don't take it as a gripe, um, but it's mentally exhausting. The, the things that I do to be able to kind of get my head wrapped around something uh, require uh, things like sleep. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, decent meals, uh, the ability to go for walks. Um, you know, uh, I, I go downstairs, I'm sitting on my porch right now, actually, uh, didn't have to go into the office today, but I I was, I was thinking about, you know, going downstairs and playing uh, my drum set for half an hour. These are the kind of things that I do to kind of get my brain loose and allow me to think on things. I, I don't do well doing this when I travel. I get through a lot of books and I get through a lot of, you know, ebooks and, and what have you, but it doesn't feel like I have the real like reflective time that I have when I'm here in the past. That's meant like everything falls apart right now. You hardly even notice. I mean, seriously, I, I, I think few of you actually noticed anything like if I would just disappear tomorrow, um, some of you might miss me. You probably miss me from the podcast more than the, uh, the regular site, but the fascinating thing about it is that this thing is starting to really hum, right? This Strong Towns movement is starting to grow beyond me, which is, which is really the goal, right? Um, is that me be kind of like maybe a founder afterthought at the end of the day of this broader movement of people working to change their places? So I was reflecting on this on the way home from CNU. And I was just thinking about where we were three years ago. Three years ago, I was getting ready for a board meeting. And it was an important board meeting because it was the board meeting where we adopted our new strategic plan, 
And that, that sounds kind of like geeky, technical, I don't know what you want to call it. You know, what, what's the big deal? But this strategic plan was really, I mean, it's probably the most important thing that we've done here from a movement standpoint in terms of setting the tone and the direction and really defining who we are and what we're doing. Before the strategic plan, uh, we were, um, how do I say this in a nice way? Uh, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm being hard on myself here, so I'm trying to, <laughs> it's kind of odd to be sparing yourself. Uh, um, we were kind of bumbling around, right? I mean, bumbling in, in, a, in, a, in a good way. We had so many requests for strong towns. We had so many opportunities in front of us and we kind of lacked focus. We kind of were ready to do them all, right? We had cities calling, wanting us to come and do consulting work. We had consultants calling and wanting us to write white papers and help them out. We had, uh, you know, foundations that wanted to give us money to do things that kind of felt like consulting. Uh, we had lots of people wanting us to be partners basically we had lots of uh, what I would say were very lucrative uh, things presented to us as avenues we could take. None of them felt like they were meeting our mission. And so we met three years ago uh, and sat down and said, all right, what are we? What are we good at? What do we do that has an impact? What are we trying to accomplish? And through the course of three days, and I will tell you, it was at times a painful three days. We took every hope and dream and idea and proposal that myself and, and the other people that were involved with the organization at that time had, and we ripped them apart, right? We went through them and we said, are we good at this or not? Um, if we do this, will it matter? Will it make a difference? Does this further our mission? And what we came up with at the end was a very like simple document. Uh, you know, our strategic plan is like five pages long, and most of that is huge font with lots of spacing. I mean, you could get this thing down to probably two pages if you did small type, right? It's not a it's not a huge read. You can get through it in five minutes. It's it's not a big deal. But what it did is it provided us with this immense amount of focus, right? It gave us. Uh, the guidance to say no to a whole bunch of things that up to that point, well, I said, you know, have been fairly lucrative and helped us pay the bills, uh, didn't really do much for the mission, didn't really move the needle at all on the things we cared about. So we simplified down to three things. We're going to produce great content. We're going to share that content broadly, and we're going to nudge people to take action. Those three things. And that's what we've been doing for the last three years. We have said no, I would say uh, half, maybe three-fourths. Uh, those are, that's a big gap between those two. Uh, let's say two-thirds. <laughs> two out of three proposals that we get or inquiries that we get or people that approach us wanting to do stuff, we flat out say no to. And we don't say no because it wouldn't be fun. And we don't say no because, uh, you know, we couldn't do it or you know, it, they were not willing to pay or, you know, any, anything like that. Um, we say no because it's a distraction to our mission. It's a distraction to what we're doing. We work really hard to stay on focus and on task with the three things that we set out in our strategic plan. 
And the reason is very clear. It's because when we do these things, um, what we see is we see change happen on the ground. When we prepare great content, when we get it out there in front of people, um, and when we uh, use those things to nudge people to take action, uh, what we see is that great things start to happen. Communities start to change. Neighborhoods get stronger. Cities start to change policies. Uh, businesses and community leaders start to talk differently about their places. Neighborhood groups become empowered. Individuals start connecting with their neighbors and, and building coalitions of people to, to, to take action in their own neighborhoods. Beautiful things start to happen when people are exposed to our message. Here's the trick to all this. And I've, I've used this word lucrative a couple times. I think I'm going to use it again. A lot of the things that have been proposed to us before a strategic plan, and really most of the stuff that we say no to, are things that in a pure business sense would be rather lucrative, right? If our deal was to grow this organization as big as we could, uh, we would take a lot of those shortcuts. But our goal is not to grow our organization as big as we can. Our goal is to grow this movement as big as we can. And that's required a certain level of discipline on our part. It's also required us to, in a sense, marry our uh, financial future to the people who are making change on the ground, to our members, to our audience. And so our business plan relies on one major thing. It relies on you. And, and I know, you know, a lot of places will say that, like, we can't do it without you. Uh, you know, we really need you. It's, it's, it's members that make the difference. It's donors that make the, yeah, we actually mean it. <laughs> We've actually set up our business model to rely on our members and a growing number of members to allow us to, to meet our obligations and continue to provide uh, this, the way that we're doing it and, and reach an expanding number of people. I went and looked back three years ago our total audience was 180,000, 180,000 people. And I got to tell you, that blew my mind at the time um, because, you know, three years prior to that, it had been, you know, probably 10,000. I mean, 180,000 was, was mind-blowing. Um, I was obviously here in the very early days when we were getting, you know, five people, 10 people a day reading the site. You know, now in the middle of the night, there's 50 people on the site, right? I mean, at any one time. So things have changed dramatically. Uh, but three years ago, it was 180,000 people. Our audience today is about 1.3 million. So, you know, in the three years that we have spent focused on reaching more people, on creating content, on distributing it broadly, on nudging people to take action, we have seen it grow amazingly. And we've seen, you know, lots and lots of success on the ground, lots of success stories. And we're going to focus on some of those later on this week. Um, you know, but I, I'll tell you just from being at CNU, the number of people that came up to me and said, this one message is making a huge difference. This one message is a game changer. This one message changed the way I look at my community, the way I do things. Uh, this one message has caused so much change in my place. I can't count the number of people that told us those things. I can't count the number of people who said those kind of comments to us over the, the three and a half days that I was at CNU. It's, a, it's astounding to me. And so 
it's memory drive week. I'm going to ask you all week. I'm going to nudge you to take this action. I'm going to say, if you're listening to us, if you are inspired by our message, uh, if you want this message to get to other people, if you want more people to hear this, then go to the website, make a donation, sign up to become a member. I'm serious. People say, I can't afford it. The, the, the smallest membership we have is $25 a year. And if you can't afford that, we got a little blank spot. You can do one buck if that's all you can afford, right? If all you can afford is, is a $5 bill, th- that's fine. That's fine. We, we want you to go and become a member. We want you to go sign up. We, we want you to stand up and be part of this movement that is now numbered in the thousands of people. We've got some pretty aggressive goals for this year. Um, those goals are indicators to us that we're on the right track and things are moving in the right direction, that our message is resonating with more and more people. So if you're one of those people who have not become a member yet, if you're one of those people who this message really resonates with and you feel inspired by it, go sign up and become a member. Just do it. You'll feel better. You'll feel good. You'll feel uh, you know, like you're supporting something that matters. We will continue to do our part here to reach more and more people uh, with, with a, a, a better and more developed message every week, every month. We get better at this. Uh, we are learning. Um, you are learning. <laughs> and we're all uh, growing this movement together. So let me end with our, uh, our, our standard uh, member drive song. Uh, this is one that my girls uh, picked out years ago at our first member drive and said, Dad, this is what, this is what we think Strong Towns is all about. Uh, this sounds like you, Dad. So I want everybody out there, keep doing what you can to build Strong Towns. Sign up to become a member, strongtowns.org, and keep doing what you can to get stronger. If what I am is what's in me, then I'll stay strong, that's who I'll be. And I will always be the best me that I can be. There's only one me, I admit. Have a dream, I'll follow it. It's up to me to try. Oh, I'ma keep my head up high. Keep on reaching high. Never gonna quit, I'll keep getting stronger. And nothing's gonna bring me down. Never gonna stop, gotta go. Because I know I'll keep getting stronger.